0: This is the Hockey Podcast Network, your home for hockey talk on every team in the NHL.
1: This is the Broadway Boys Podcast through the Hockey Podcast Network, and we are back with Season 5, Episode 38. As... The New York Rangers are currently up a 2-1 against the Tampa Bay Lightning. Recording this uh, just about a little more than halfway through the third. Or actually a little less than halfway through the third. And uh, yeah, the New York Rangers are, you know, we're winning this hockey game, but Hagel just scored. So I went from actually pretty confident and taking advantage of a, a... you know, a team that has 11 days off here, their first game back after the All-Star break. Maybe, you know, you can take advantage of their um, sluggish play, but here we are. We're still up 2-1, to one, but uh, yeah, Tampa Bay looks like they're buzzing right now. It's just, uh, you know, classic New York Rangers just letting this team back in on your home ice. Uh, the history of these two teams really, this one really annoys me that they allowed this team just to constantly beat them. Eh, I don't know. It is what it is. So, uh we'll try not to focus too much on the game. You know, although I'll be looking at it all night. Andy uh, had some in, some engagement tonight, so he was not able to uh join us, but you know, this is going to be a uh, you know, a nice quick New York Rangers podcast. Not much has happened on the New York Rangers front other than um you know, a big win against the Colorado Avalanche, uh, who then and went got smoked by the New Jersey Devils. So, you know, again, a red hot offensive team that you're able to beat on your home ice from the West is certainly a good two points to pick up. Have to applaud them for winning that game. And, you know, all in all, if you look at this team and where they are right now, um, they're not a perfect team. But if they're able to still continue to win hockey games, that's that's good for morale. That's good for my morale, your morale, morale of the team. They just have to find ways to win hockey games and get to the trade deadline. Because I truly believe help is coming, and I think it's coming in bunches. Obviously, we've seen the rumors now of uh, you know Adam Henrique and possibly uh, The return of Vetrano. Uh, I'm not really sold. On Henrique. He is a Ranger killer, and I think Ranger fans just assume that he's gonna do that to other teams. If he was so fucking good, he'd be somewhere else besides Anaheim. So I'm not sold on Adam Henrique. Uh I I'm I hate that guy. You know, after what he did to us. I would let him just rot in Anaheim. Like he doesn't need to go anywhere, in my opinion. So uh I'm not sold on those two. I think there are better options out there. I'm still, I'm still looking. There's a there was a way to improve this team short term and long term. Uh, short term, obviously, you need to bring in a top line player. You know, to play on the right side on the first line. Wheeler's not cutting it. Kako's not cutting it. Uh, we need the depth anyway to knock those guys down to the bottom six. So you know, what better way to you know, you know, kind of do that, and you know, shore up the first line, but also bring in a piece for the long term. So, you know, Shane Pinto uh, from the Ottawa Senators. I would listen if Ottawa doesn't want to trade him, then obviously that's you know you, you got to move on. But there's no reason why the New York Rangers are not asking. It would be a perfect trade. You can get, you know, you can get Tarasenko to play the right side, and I know he hasn't been you know overwhelming this year which is why I don't think it's going to be an absolute haul to get him but you know I do think that the New York Rangers need a center of the future let's face it i mean you cannot rely on Heedle to come back and play next season you know that that ship unfortunately i think has sailed but at the same time too uh you know you have a young kid Shane Pinto starting his real really kind of starting his NHL career uh, you know, what better way to bring a local boy in and, and, and he's a big kid. Uh, he plays center. It's a spot we desperately need is that three C and I think it would be a really good fit for him. So, you know, I, again, you know, it's Fox local kid, quick, local kid, the local kids have seen to turn it around and, you know, play well, you know, in the spotlight. You know, I guess Benino's kind of a local kid too, but he, in that situation, I'll, I'll get into that later. But yeah, again, you know, help is coming. Uh, we need at minimum two forwards. Uh, if you want to throw in a defenseman in there, uh, I'm, I'm certainly all for it. I don't know what we do. I go back and forth. I mean, I would hate to get rid of Lindgren just because, you know, of what he means to the team i think the players probably really respect his game and that could be a locker room killer if you get rid of him but i really do think that you know having that money off the books and uh you know you can maybe you know work with some restricted cap space coming back at you and and maybe upgrade that position the only thing that concerns me about lindgren because i do think his play you know although this is probably the last year he's on this team you know, defensively, I think he's been fine. I just worry about injury. I mean, the guy is just injury prone and, you know, not because of bad luck or anything. It's just the style of play. I mean, geez, from the Callahan days, we, you know, and Girardi, you saw what that style of play can do to you, just your body. It just breaks down. And I just hope that he can stay healthy the rest, rest of the season and into the playoffs because, you know, if – if we're in the playoffs and he's on the IR it's I'm um, he, he's not going to be on the team next year. It's like, well, well, why didn't we move him and get rid of his $3 million in cap space and try to, you know, either replace him, uh, or, or, you know, use that money to really upgrade, you know, the forward position. So, uh, yeah, it'll be interesting what to do with him. Uh, I'm not opposed also of trading Miller. You know, I, I think, I think he's a little overhyped now. I think what he did last year uh, compared to this year, it's certainly a regression. Uh, You know, I I respect his effort. I think he likes being a New York Ranger. I worry that maybe his life outside the rink has become a little bit more important to him. Uh, I have no evidence uh, to say that other than his Instagram. But I think his play and lack thereof uh you know his ability to get better this year you know i just the window is now you know there's no like what is he going to be three years from now the window is right right now we have to win right now uh you know and if we get ousted in the first round you can kiss the core bye-bye and i don't think that's necessarily a bad thing and i don't think it would be that quick of a uh, or that long of a turnaround for this team to rebuild but uh because it's almost like a dis addition by subtraction, it would open up an insane amount of cap space if you got rid of, you know, just two of the players. So yeah, a- again, Keandre Miller, it's three point eight million, almost four million. If that came off the books with the trade, I think is a huge trade piece. And again, you're probably sitting there being like James, why would you fucking trade away Miller? Well, there's not many players to trade away. You're not trading Lafreniere. You could trade away Kako. I'm all for that. It depends on what you get. You're not trading away VC. Pitlick is irrelevant. Uh, Brzezinski is irrelevant. You're not. You know. You're not. You're not trading Fox. Uh, you can't trade Druba. It's either Miller or Lindgren. You're not trading Gustafson. The and Zachary Jones. I'm all for it. So there's only like a few pieces that you can actually move. That's probably worth it. So, you know, again, as a New York Ranger fan, you kind of have to cut ties emotionally with some of these players and realize that this is a business. And if we can put together the best team to go into the Stanley Cup Finals or Stanley Cup playoffs, that we're going to have to, you know, make those moves. You know, Uh, I don't want to go too aggressive with any star studded talent. I really would rather get really good sound defensively depth forwards for the bottom six. Uh, and then you know bring in some one high talented player to play at the top um, top right wing spot. Uh, one player that crossed my mind, and I don't know what, where the flyers are right now because they're in a weird spot where they are in the playoffs, but they also said they were sellers. so I don't know how far they'd go in terms of selling. like they said obviously Walker, um they want a first round pick for him, the defenseman. If Konechny is available, that's an interesting duo that I think that the Rangers should maybe consider going after and going after hard. Because if you bring in a guy like Konechny, now there's your first line right winger that can score. And that shores up that spot, which would move Wheeler or Kako permanently down to the third line. Ideally you'd want Kako to stay on the third line. And, you know, if you brought in a guy like Walker, well, you know, maybe he replaces um, you know, Braden Schneider. You'd probably have to move a player like that, and then that shores up maybe your bottom six. You know, and and you gotta see, you gotta see what it would even cost. If it's too much, forget about it. But I would imagine it would cost a first, a second, a prospect, uh, maybe even a second prospect, uh, or or prospect and an NHL starter, meaning a Schneider. Lindgren would actually probably be a decent flyer. I feel like he'd fit the mold. The Rangers just had a huge opportunity to score. Eight and a half minutes left to play. All right. They got out. That was out. No, that was out. That was outside the zone. All right. Bad podcasting. Back to, yeah. Again, the New York Rangers are going to have to figure something out because at the end of the day, uh, they need desperate help they need depth in up front and you know an upgrade on defensively would obviously be huge for them uh this kind of segues into a topic that i'd never really thought would ever be discussed but i understand why the discussion is being had i just don't see enough people coming to terms with reality of what it actually means. And what I'm talking about is the goaltending situation. Everybody loves John Quick. He's so good. He's better than Shesterkin. We got to start him. Look at his numbers. Ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba-ba. Listen, man, when it comes down to it, you don't know what that guy is like starting him 15 of 20 games, okay? And you might have say, well, look at the beginning of the season when Igor was out. Yes, I understand. But that's also the beginning of the season. This is the grind of the season. This is, you know, the meat. This is where players get hurt. This is where mentally, you know, players may check out a little bit. And I'm not saying that would happen the quick. But what I am saying is that you need Igor to go through this right now so he can come out better. I mean, Igor to start the season was lights out and he was one of the best goaltenders in the league. Yes, he has struggled, but let's not pretend that the struggle bus hasn't had other members on it. And I'm talking about the entire forwards, the lot of the defense, you know, we just weren't not getting goal support. We were not scoring goals. Igor plays better with a lead. You know, most goalies obviously would, but Igor's number with the two goal lead is like insane. So, what does that go to say? It's like, like we got to be a team that strikes first. Sorry, I'm opening up a bottle of water because long day, dry, dry, dry. My lips are chapped, but yeah. So the New York Rangers are gonna, they're gonna have to, uh, you know, find a way to balance the goaltending because I do think platooning your goalies during the regular season is so beneficial uh down the line you know and then you ride your starter in the playoffs and listen if Igor struggles in the playoffs and he did he has prior then you know you have quick there but there's no reason to really ride quick right now all the way to the playoffs I understand we're desperate for wins um you know Carolina's right on our heels and we want the top spot you know there's a possibility that maybe some off chance that Boston gets cold and Florida gets cold that we can make a run and maybe win the entire east i I understand that and I'm sure that's a goal of the New York Rangers, but um you know i I can't sit here and say that you know quick should start fifteen to twenty games <clears throat> excuse me, and you know it's just it's not a reality, it really isn't and i i'm not I'm not gonna sit here and you know you know, I was the first to tell you. To relax about John Quick in the preseason. People were ready to fucking, you know, drag him out into the street and beat him because how bad he was playing. It was the preseason. I'm saying you to do the opposite now. Do not crown this guy the new king. He is not. Just let it be. Let's platoon these two. We want Igor hot and ready because I truly don't think we win a Stanley Cup without Igor at the top of his game. So. And to fuck with a goalie mentally, too, especially a goalie for the future, you know, that's that's the that's the most important thing. So, yeah, I would uh I would err on the side of caution of of crowning this guy, the new king of New York, because things can change like that. So, yeah, I, I, again, you know, let ride quick when he's hot. Uh, Igor Shosturkin. Right, I'm pulling it up right here. Igor Shosturkin was ten four with a nine point nine point nine sixteen save percentage. His last eighteen appearances have gone nine eight one with an eight forty eight eighty four save percentage. Yeah, I mean he's got to play better. There's no doubt about it. But let's at the same time too, the whole team stunk. You know, we've been in this rut for now a month. And I know that's not 18 games, but it's pretty damn close to it. And the New York Rangers had zero goal support for their goaltending. Uh, they played bullshit f- below 500 hockey. And,
0: you know, they had to the, the get better in every aspect, including goaltending. Looking for a super offer for Super Bowl 58? DraftKings Sportsbook has you covered. New customers can bet on the big game and turn 5 bucks into 200 instantly in bonus bets. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code THPN. New customers can bet 5 bucks to get 200 instantly in bonus bets. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of Super Bowl 58 with code THPN. The crown is yours. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800GAMBLER.net. In New York, call 8778-HOPE-NEW-YORK or text HOPE-NEW-YORK, 467369. In Connecticut, help is available for a gambling problem by calling 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boothill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21-plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com football for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources.
1: To go back to this game, this is what I like to see too. New York Rangers goal scoring. This is the depth that you need. This is the kind of shit that, you know, teams that win the Stanley Cup have. Uh, you know, depth's goal scores, you know, Brincsi getting one and VC getting one. Not to say that, you know, you know, this is, you know, what the Rangers are, but this is what the Rangers need to be. And you know, the fact that the, you know, Jimmy VC scores another big goal. He just scores He only has 10 goals on the season, but his 10 goals are some of the most meaningful goals that the Rangers need. You know, getting the first goal tonight was huge, and the way he drove the net and, you know, didn't try to make a stupid fucking pass into the front of the net, you know, he he got his backhand and he chipped it up into a spot where it could possibly go in, and that's the type of shit that you need. Here we go, two on one. Oh, my God. Panarin you got to get that anyway. And, uh, you know, Brzezinski getting his goal, another smart play caught Vasilevsky sleeping. You have to just throw pucks on net against these guys. I mean, don't even think about it. You know where the net is head down, fire the fucking puck. That's exactly what Brzezinski needed to do. And he did. And, you know, I found a way to go in. So the two goals that the Rangers got were, you know two huge goals from bottom six guys uh you know, and you know I'm really glad for vC because he's he's been underrated this whole season. uh he probably should be rewarded with top six minutes, but you know if this is the type of effort that you know we need on the bottom six just to keep us successful, uh I'll certainly take it uh yeah and, and uh, okay. There's five minutes left in this game. We're going to make it through, I promise. Anyway, uh, anything around the league, anything around the league. Uh, I don't really have mu- much for around the league other than the fact that, um, you know, I said this on the last podcast, we kind of briefly discussed this, but the third place team in the Metro, I don't know who they who it's going to be. But that's the team that you probably want to play in the first round. Now, we have the Islanders sitting at 50 games played, 54 points. So they could potentially, if they win their game in hand uh, against Philly, they're only two points back. Which is pretty fucking crazy. They have a minus 22 goal differential. If the New York Islanders are the third place in the Metro, the Rangers... I don't know what, they need to forget Quick and and, uh, Igor. They need to start, you know, the East Coast goalie. You rest up all their starters, drop down to the two seed, and say, thank you, I'll see you in the second round. You know, Mika with a fucking stupid holding penalty with fucking 437 left. See, this is the shit that drives me fucking bananas. You don't take a penalty all game. You play a nice, hard, clean game. Oh, in the fall, that Sergeyev, oh, you know, if you didn't see it, don't even bother. I, anything with the leg twisting or breaking, oh, God, it just, it it's like a lightning bolt up my spine. It's disgusting. Uh, nice clear here, but, it, you know, for, you know, again, the good back where I'm saying the New York Islanders, they're fucking crazy to try to be all in here. I mean, their fucking roster sucks it it does. I mean, don't don't get me wrong. They have some really good players. And I'm so jealous that they have, you know, Noah Dobson. Kid's a fucking stud. But, you know, this team, I I guess I'm like they should go for it. But dude, I'd be trading any assets excuse me that I have to get fucking, you know, try to build something. Like if you look at their roster, their roster, like their go-to player. I, I'm sorry, but like all right, you have Matthew Barzell, but, like, fuck Sezikis, Clutterbuck, you know, Fashing, Holmstrom, you know, who the fuck are these guys? Um, You know, they got Bo Horvat. You know, he's a s- solid player. Andrews Lee, Matt Martin, Brock Nelson, you know, Peugeot, Kyle Palmieri. You know, Oliver Wallstrom's already 26. Where the fuck does the time go? You know? I don't know. You just look at the the Bortuzzo was on this team. Like, come on. Give me a fucking break. This Holmstrom kid this got to be a rookie, right? May, yeah, 2001. Yeah, okay. I thought it was somebody else. You know, if it was not for their goaltending, they'd fucking suck. All right? And, like... I mean, they already suck. They don't score goals ever. But, like, the best thing for the New York Rangers is the team just, you know, tries to buy instead of sell. Dude, I'd be selling everything. You need an overhaul. You don't even have, like, a core piece. Like, if you're building a fucking NHL team, are you taking any of these fucking players as, like, would you be happy with any of these guys as your starter? No. Maybe no adoption on the back end. But fuck that. I mean, the kid's a stud. 6'4, 200 pounds, 24 years old. He's just an offensive fucking machine. Great player. But yeah, other than that, I was just thinking, you know, just how fucking shitty it must be to be an Islanders fan. So uh, a minute 38 here. We're going to end it with the game. Uh, you know, Tampa Bay just pulled their goalie. Sorry, I'm just I'm so fucking tired right now. And you know, if the Rangers can pull out two points here and get four points from Colorado and Tampa, I- I'll be ecstatic. You don't have you have no idea. And all right, minute fifteen. And I know they have a Chicago team on Friday, eight thirty. In Chicago, dude, you have to fucking win that game. There's no no excuse. Empty netter, put it in. There we go. That's two points, baby. Again, Jimmy Vesey again, my man. Two goals tonight. All right. So, all right. Classic uh, James here running through the schedule. My bold pre- predictions. You got to beat Chicago. Start start the fucking. You know the you know post All Star break going three and zero, got and then you come back home and you play the Calgary Flames and um the Montreal Canadiens. If you could win those two games and go five and zero heading into the Stadium Series and then beat the fuck on the national stage with the Islanders, right? And then you start the month off potentially seven and oh right one two three four five no six and oh right and then you have dallas who has been all right the devils you gotta fucking beat philly you gotta beat, and then you end with columbus and columbus dude we legit if we just play our hockey we could fucking sweep this entire month i know it's a short month but this year it's got 29 days Sweep in the month. That's my expectations. That's what I want. No losses. There's no excuse here. You play a shit Chicago Blackhawks team. You played uh, Calgary Flames teams that have given up. They're trading their assets. You got the Montreal Canadiens that are also trading their assets, but they play their balls off. That's a scary game. You got the New York Islanders that ha- can't score goals. You have to beat them. You have the Dallas Stars at home. Revenge night. We got our shit kicked in by them when we were... Uh, down in Dallas forget that game now it's time for us to get back and and beat them on our own ice then you're on the road against the Devils on the road against Philly and on the road against Columbus those three teams are you know Philly had a good start they're struggling Devils have no goaltending and their whole team is hurt beat the fuck out of them Columbus stinks and you end those two you know games this month so the Rangers won tonight we're going to fucking continue this on Friday. Then we're going to go right back, go into the stadium series undefeated. And then after that, we're going to sweep the next five games. Let's fucking go. Everyone, have a good night. Have a good weekend. And we'll talk to you again on Monday.
0: Thank you for listening to the Broadway Voice Podcast. Be sure to follow us on X at Broadway Voice Pod. And please rate, review, and subscribe on Apple, Spotify, SoundCloud, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. You're listening to the Hockey Podcast Network on Twitter at HockeyPodNet. New episodes every Monday and Thursday. Download at the HockeyPodcastNetwork.com or wherever you get your podcasts from.